0: On today's episode of the Puffy Talks Food and Football Podcast, I'll be sitting down with a Broncos fan. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. And we'll be talking about, of course, the Denver Broncos. Uh, season expectations, what's to come, the Russell Wilson acquisition, concerns, what, we, what he looks forward to seeing, if he thinks they'll make the playoffs, if he thinks they'll contend for a division title. Uh, We'll talk a few other teams around the league, and hopefully you enjoy it, which I know you will, or you wouldn't be here. Rate, review, subscribe, and like, because we're going to keep going, and we're going to keep pushing. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Another installment of Chopping It Up with Puffy. Let's get it. Yo, Bibbs. What's up, man? What up, what up? How we feeling tonight? Feeling good, bro. What's up with you, man? We talked to you in so long. I know it's been a minute, man. Uh, I'm glad to get you back on here, man. If you remember uh, from last year, guys, on the pod, we had Bibbs on the talk on the AFC West episode about the Denver Broncos. So it's only right that I bring one of the... uh, I only know two Broncos fans, so it's only right that I bring one of them truly repping. I've known Bibbs for about... Pibs, I don't know you for about going on, man. (laughs)
1: 2013,
0: 2014. Yeah, that's that's about a decade, man. And he's been repping the Broncos since then. So this ain't no fake Broncos country right here. Let's ride, baby. Yeah, hey, Broncos Country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. (laughs)
1: That's my shit, bro. But yeah, man. Glad to be back, man going to be a good year. Now, yeah, now when I tell people I'm a Broncos fan, and they think I'm bandwagon, I'm like, man, put some respect on my name, bro. I've been fucking with these boys since they were doo-doo. But, yeah, bro, I'm glad to be back, man. How you been? I ain't talked to you in so long.
0: I've been good, man. You know, just taking care of the
1: fam. How's a little Sage? I see he just had a birthday, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years old.
1: That's what's up Dang, three I mean, years old now
0: Yeah, man, time flies
1: For real, time flies
0: Yes, sir uh, I hope everything going well on your end, man Yeah, man,
1: for sure Hey, by the way I don't know if you're doing something Saturday night uh, Monday is my birthday I was going to have like a little cake You can come through, have a drink, smoke, smoke, whatever
0: Oh, for sure, might have to might have to do that Word. But I've been it
1: I've been meaning to ask you. I was actually waiting until we got on here. Maybe your boy Willis.
0: Um, I'm encouraged. Uh, still got a long ways to go. Um, I think definitely worth keeping on the roster. Um, maybe not as the active second quarterback. Maybe is maybe keep him as your third quarterback. There's no way you're gonna get him to the practice squad. So keep him on the roster. Develop him throughout, you know, the season. Just uh, hope he gets better with his reach, throwing to the left, his footwork. Um, and then coming in the next year, you know, with Tannehill having such a huge cap number and so much uncertainty and so much hinging on how he plays this year, um you could possibly have your franchise quarterback already as a steal in the third round, or he could be competing with another veteran. It could be another year. Tannehill, stopgap quarterback, another guy. Who knows? I'm encouraged. I like I like the fact that they're pretty much giving him the preseason to show something. And yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think he's been super consistent, but that's not to him to his credit. I mean, there's a lot of second string and third string guys out there with him. All right. So. Uh, def, I, I just think from what you've seen It's enough to make you want to keep him For another year you know what I'm saying Yeah yeah He, he definitely exp- explosive and exciting though man Especially man, as a he, Look I, I wanted the, the Broncos to draft him Before we got Russell Wilson But uh,
1: Man he I, I mean look I, I don't know too much about like the footwork And his reads shit But just the eye test what I saw I'm like bro this dude looks like he might have it I don't, whatever it
0: is, he got that shit. That, hey, listen, the it fact is something you can't explain, but you just know it when you see it. I think a lot of, I think a lot of quarterbacks, man, I I just call it being a gamer. I think a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people in sports, especially football, you got a lot of guys who don't like to practice and they're not really practice players, but you put them on the field and they're busting ass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it just some people just, when the, when the lights is bright, they get it in. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some people that some people just have that switch, and he yeah. might be one of those guys. And and there's nothing wrong with looking bad in practice and not making every throw right and all that. Because I mean, they say practice makes perfect, but when the game's coming on, you can be as perfect as you want. You could you could be Kirk Cousins though. You could be me like Kirk Cousins. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's my stance on that. Um, other than that. Talking about the Broncos, um, I'm going to give you the floor off top, man. Uh, the acquisition of Russell Wilson, how did you feel once that happened? Man, I was elated, bro.
1: I think that we instantly should be in playoff conversation. It's still a tough division, so I don't know. I kind of want to – I don't know the word. I guess temper some of these expectations. Some people talking about Super Bowl, and I'm like, well, let's calm down, like, the other day against the Bills, another AFC team who's expected to make it far, they're a lot deeper than us because we have all our backups in, and we got fucking smacked. Our, our backup defense is shit. Our backup offensive line is shit. Our skill, I mean, our backup skill weapons, skill, play, skill positions, excuse me. People say are good, but I didn't see shit that fucking day. So I, know, we, we, I think we got a lot of work to do, and I think if we get hit with injuries – Kind of like we did last year, we'll be we'll be kind of in a tough spot. But I feel good. I mean, I think we can. We definitely got some playoff potential, but we got to win games.
0: Rams
1: uh, is a gamer. Justin Herbert's a gamer. The Raiders, they, I mean, they got some players over there.
0: Certainly. Um, I like how you spoke to having depth in the preseason because that's what it's all about. Um, A lot of people don't realize that, you know, the preseason ain't predictive of the regular season, but it does show the depth that you have. So um there's no surprise where every team is injury and they're gonna battle injuries. So when that third edge rusher is able to come off of the bench when they don't get they get very many snaps, you know, maybe less than ten percent and they're able to come in and contribute and kinda uh be a, be a placeholder for the starter till they get back. That that shows in the preseason. You know what I'm saying? If you if, if a third string guy is getting his ass kicked by another third string guy, chances are he isn't gonna make it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So
1: uh, I think, we, um, like, my bad, not to cut you off, but, like, look at, like, some of the teams, like, like, for example, the Ravens. They they haven't lost a preseason game in, like, a couple years. Look at all the injuries that they have all the time. Even last year, their secondary got fucked up. Their offensive line is, like, always fucked up. And they still managed to be a really competitive team. They were the number one
0: seed until they started getting decimated with injuries. Right. People, like, people seem to forget. That's why I'm really high on the Ravens this year. I think That's they right. win their division. Simply because of it, they were already a super talented team. They bring back all that talent, they add to that talent. The secondary's like the secondary has three legit, like good corners. Um, yeah, they so got,
1: they got uh, is it uh, Marcus? May? No, they got some safety, they got Marcus, Marcus P, Marcus yeah, they got Williams, uh, or, yeah, got Marcus Williams. The Saints, ain't it? Yeah,
0: they Louis added Marcus the Williams and Marcus May, I think.
1: I want to say Marcus May went to the Saints, but look, yeah. I don't know. They got one safety in free agency, and then they drafted Kyle Hamilton. So they got some studs. They got Kyle Fuller. He was actually on the Broncos last year. Didn't really play great, but I think, that, you know, he didn't yeah, really play yeah, great.
0: He is on the Saints. You're right.
1: But, I yeah, like Kyle Fuller, he, he played for us last year. He didn't play good, but I don't think he's washed. I think he can still play. So, I mean, they got some good players on the Ravens, but yeah, like, I I didn't like what I saw as far as depth, so that's what kind of worries me. Like, I hope we don't get injured, you know, hit with injuries, because, I mean, I I don't know how good we are going to be if we start getting hit with injuries, so.
0: Well, I'm going to dive into a few things real quick about the roster. Um, As far as what you guys added, of course, you added the big accusation of Russell Wilson, um, you added DJ Jones amongst the defensive line. He's Good. really gonna help boast yeah, he's gonna help it bolster that interior. Shout out DJ Jones, uh downhill. Pretty sure he's an eight six four product. So shout oh, out DJ. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from I think he's from Greenville. I'm pretty sure he's from this area. Um uh Randy Gregory, if you know, if he can stay healthy and he can still be a game record producer, he doesn't have to be that number one edge rusher. Um you guys added Tom Compton and Billy Turner on the offensive line. Billy Turner's probably gonna start at right tackle. And you added K1 Williams for the San Francisco 49ers in the slot. So that's gonna help absorb the loss of Kyle Fuller, who you guys lost in free agency to the Ravens. Uh Teddy Bridgewater, he moved on. He's with the um Dolphins. he's with the Dolphins. Noah fant. Uh he was traded along with in that trade with Russell Wilson. Uh, Shelby Harris is no longer with you guys. Bryce Callahan. uh, Bryce Callahan was a big loss,
1: man. He, I think, ranks as one of the top (laughs) slot defenders. He was a good player, man.
0: You guys kind of subbed him out for K1 Williams. He was a pretty good slot corner. Um, Bobby Madsen.
1: I'm a big big continuity guy, so I like to keep guys we got. I don't really like (laughs) switching them out like that, but we're
0: like – if k one's going to be an upgrade, you know, okay. Uh, uh, I'm not sure though. I'm not sure who's playing. I know when I watched the 49ers, K1 Williams is constantly making plays. I think he might, at this stage in his career, I think he might even be younger than Bryce Callahan. So that's also a plus. Uh, you true. got you guys also just uh, Bobby Massey, Alexander Johnson, Stephen Weatherly, and Kenny Young. You guys mm-hmm. lost a lot in the linebacking core. Cool. Uh, probably trying to just get more athletic, trying to get better at that position. But uh, let me
1: let me say this about, uh, what was his name, Kenny Young? He yeah. actually just got cut from oh, yeah. whoever he did training camp with, so they may have seen something with him. But I like Josie Joel if he stays healthy. I kind of wish we'd have kept Alexander Johnson. but well, you know, if they, they, they saw something like that, I suppose, but. And, yeah, man, I'm excited
0: for how the team looks so far. Um, This team has to be excited about what they see in some of these guys. You guys did draft Nick Benito uh, with your second pick in the second round. I mean, you're your picking the second round because you guys didn't have a first. Pick 64, you added him. He's going to kind of rush the passer. Uh, you added Greg Dol- Dolchich. He's a tight end. And uh, Daryl Mathis. You guys added a couple more players, a couple corners, a couple more to the defense. Um, DVOA is a stat I like to use. Um, you guys were 18th in the stat in total, 12th in offensive DVOA, 20th in defensive DVOA. You had the 29th strength of schedule and the 30th special teams. So the schedule is, of course, not going to get any easier this year uh, with everybody in your division um, getting a little better. So. Special teams has to improve this year. Of course, uh, yeah. you can't be you can't be a bottom three team of special teams. The offense was surprisingly not terrible. So if the Russell Wilson bump can get you guys to a top ten offense, and you uh, you know offense playing a better offense, ball control, having somebody going out there and extending those drives, taking a, a drive that would be a three and out and making it a nine to 10 play drive chunking up that clock the less defense you play the better so that could actually improve that defense and get you guys from 20 to maybe the 15 spot and if you guys can do that i I think we're we're staying right at you know a chance to win in your division but maybe even i mean for certain playoff when i look at this roster um there's not too many questions or holes. I mean, the running back room is stacked with Javante Williams and Melvin uh, Gordon. The yeah. receiving room, the loss to Tim, Pat- Tim Patrick is going to kind of sting. I really liked him. But you guys still have Cortland Sutton, K.J. Hamler, um, there's Jerry, another, Judy. Jerry Judy. Jerry uh,
1: Judy, this is his year, man. He needs to really show why he's a first-round pick.
0: You guys still got Albert O. You know, the tight end. And like I said, you guys drafted Greg Dolchich. Just what I understand, he's having a good camp. So those are plenty of weapons for Russell Wilson. He's had worse. Um, You guys are very explosive with Judy Sutton and Hamler. He's going to be able to push the ball down the field like Russell Wilson likes to do. He's gonna be able to hit those crossing routes, run play action. Javante Williams is the stud. We know about his running, uh, his breaking tackle ability. Melvin Gordon still really, really good. So this offense and then the offensive line, it's it's a solid offensive line. And that's the it's might be the best offensive line Russell Wilson has ever had. Yeah. He's ever played with. So you, you gotta add that in, you know, with Dalton Rosner, Lloyd Cushionberry, um, Garrett Bowles, Billy Turner, um, uh, Quentin Mirness, that that's gonna be probably your starting five. Damn, I'm good. I just did that starting five off the top of my head, I promise you, hey, it's not in my notes.
1: Or glass, or Glasgow. You know, he's a good backup. Something yeah, right Glasgow. But nah, you nailed that shit for real.
0: I mean, when I look, like I said, when I look at this roster, when I look at the offense, that's not many holes. That's a top ten offense to me. That's a barring okay. health. That's a top ten offense. But when I look at this yeah. defense, um, the secondary. I don't really have as many questions. I mean, you, you got P.S. Two, you got Patrick Sertain back there. He's gonna hold down the number one. You get Darby Ronald Darby. Hopefully, he can stay steady. You're gonna get K. One Williams in the slot. You're gonna have Simmons in the safety position, along with uh, oh God, who was his name? K-Jack, uh, Kareem
1: Jackson. Yeah,
0: Kareem Jackson, and uh, there, the third safety is gonna play a little bit too. Greg. Uh, Moton, I think it might be his last name or something like that. Um, yeah, Thursday. Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. Maybe Stearns?
1: Somebody
0: yeah, Caden K- Stearns. Caden Stearns. Stearns, I'm tripping. Caden Stearns. Yeah, that's going to be, he's going to be playing. So, the secondary is not too big of a question. When I look at this pass rush, though, um, you're really banking on Bradley Chubb, Um, you know, Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory to stay healthy and produce um, At a high level And Bradley Chubb's been good But he's been banged up He hasn't really gotten back to that form Of his rookie year Where he had 10 sacks I believe yeah. it was his rookie year um, yeah. Draymond Jones is a solid player He could take a step forward in the pass rushing department Like I said you drafted Nick Benito To try to help Randy Gregory has got to be important That he's able to come in there And give you guys something And stay healthy And Baron Browning He switched uh, I think he was inside I think he did switch to the edge yeah. Uh, and Deshaun Williams. So you guys are going to be relying on a lot of what ifs outside of the starting two. But also, DJ Jones is a pass rushing defensive tackle. So he's going to help there a little bit. So I'm just wondering if the sum is better, like, it, like, than it's parts. Yeah. If the sum is better than it's parts, like, can, right, can, right. can you guys get uh, a, a wealth of sacks from? All areas, you know, from the defensive line, from the outside linebackers, from a little blitz creativity, or is it gonna need to be Gregory and Chubb so you guys can play more coverage? Considering the quarterbacks that are in this division, <clears throat> those are my, that's my biggest question right there. Like, I think the secondary is good; it's gonna hold up, but man, I just if the pass rush doesn't get home with the front four, yeah,
1: man. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, what, what is his name? I think Bradley Chubb made a good point. I mean, besides his rookie year, he hasn't really done a whole lot. He, he was kind of hurt last year and the year before that. But I think he's got to really step up this year and play like he's supposed to play. And Jerry Judy has to play like he's supposed to play. I mean, he's had some good moments, but he's had a little problem with drops. He's you know, he had, and then he did spend some time injured last year, which I'm not gonna hold that against him. But the jobs definitely like it. with a quarterback like Russell Wilson, his production should skyrocket. So we'll see. And I think uh inside linebacker would be the only other thing I'm worried about. Um I think the starters right now are probably is gonna be Josie Joel, and
0: I really don't even know who the other guy would be, but it's gonna be Joe Schobert. You guys uh, sign him. We just uh, cut him actually today. Damn y'all, that's crazy because the yeah. dude that was the dude that was supposed to be starting got hurt, and then y'all signed Schobert to replace him. And then y'all just cut him. Yeah. So maybe yeah. y'all, maybe y'all have seen something out of the like young guys Justin at
1: camp. I, I think Justin Strand or whatever his name is. I don't know how to say that shit, but I think or or it might be Jonas Griffith.
0: I don't, I don't know. know. It's, a, it's
1: some somebody like that. Somebody I ain't never heard of. Uh, it
0: could it could be a it could be an issue. This this team run defense already wasn't great, so it could be an issue next year. The run defense. It's something to look yeah. look towards uh, in the betting community. Uh, you know, I talk sports betting on here. Uh, yeah. That might be something you guys look for. In props every week, the running back playing against the Broncos, rushing totals over, just doesn't seem like a team that's really going to be too interested in stopping the run. Don't really have a lot of super big bodies. Like I said, DJ Jones, is a really good defensive tackle, but he's more of a pass rusher. Um, yeah. So I don't really know where they're going to get their run stuffing from. Um, as far as the schedule goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to be in Monday Night Football in Seattle week one. I expect you guys to win that game. It's going to be an emotional game for the Seattle fans and Russell Wilson going back to the place where he built his legacy. But yeah. I just think you guys have too much of an offense for Seattle. Don't really think that's going to be a good team. The, next,
1: tonight, man.
0: the next week you guys play the Texans. Uh, at, You guys will be at home. That's going to be a smacking uh, De- Denver in the first four weeks of the season. Just a little betting nugget for you guys. Denver in like the first four to six weeks of the season at home is like just, you're just printing money. If you bet with them, the elevation teams are not as great as in shape, and the home crowd is rocking. They also get the 49ers the next week at home. Um, I can see the Broncos walking out that game with a dub, too. Um, could potentially be 3 and 0. Oh. Then going into that first game with the Raiders at the Raiders' house. Then you play the Coats. Then you go to the Chargers' house. You're home for the Jets. You're at the Jaguars, at the Titans. Uh, you come home for the Raiders, at the Panthers. And this is where the schedule gets kind of really tough this last six weeks. You're going to go to the Ravens. You come home, you, you play the Chiefs. You play the Cardinals at home, and then you go to the Rams, then the Chiefs again, and then you end with the Chargers. So, Damn. you know, and it, you get, you kind of get a little, the schedule's a mixed bag. Cause, like I said, the first two games are just, you could be sitting pretty at 2 0. And then yeah. you play, then you go on a streak of playing the 49ers, the Raiders, the Coats, and the Chargers. And you can't drop too many of those games. And two of those are division games, also. You get the Jets and the Jaguars and the Titans. So you get those in a row right after that. And then you you get the Raiders Panthers and then you go into that tough stretch of the Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, and Chargers. So, it's definitely going to be a test. This team's going to be tested all year. Um, It won't get ugly there
1: at the end.
0: We'll be a team I'm looking to bet the first two weeks for certain though. Okay. Um, Just getting Seattle and Texas. And the Texas, I think this offense will be able to come out here and – Run the ball and throw the ball, really get itself established and feeling good before that matchup with the 49ers. Yeah. Um, running through that schedule, though, man, I could definitely see this being a playoff team. I mean, uh, if you split with everybody in the division, that gives you three wins. You, you add on the Seattle and the Texans. I think this team is talented enough to uh, beat the Colts. Uh, you add in the Jets and the Jaguars. And let me see, you the Panthers on that, and I think they could get the Cardinals. That's 10 wins right there alone, you know. And let's say they maybe sweep a team in the division, that's 11. So, I, I yeah. definitely this is definitely a team I can see being 10 and seven, not yeah. 11, 10 and seven, 11 and six. I can see that for certain. 10 and seven is probably the most feasible thing, though. I can see the team hit, we're hitting 10 games. Do, you guys do have a rookie head coach, though. Then you hack it right, yeah.
1: That... That I kind of worry about as well. Like
0: it's cause for concern. Yeah. It's cause for yeah. concern. Cause for concern. I mean concern. how good are Ricky. We don't know, what that, do. you know? <laughs> we do know what that nigga might do. We do not know what that nigga might do. Um, might be on some bullshit. He might be on some real net shit. You never know.
1: He kind of is walking around like he's a fucking
0: genius. But that the geniuses in the NFL quickly get humble. Yeah. for real. Uh, Look at Cliff Kingsbury every year. Every year he comes out looking like a genius, and then by week twelve, they're like, "What the fuck?" You think Car-
1: that's like some Kyler Murray shit? Like you think it's both? Season goes on a movie?
0: I think it's both. He's a small man. He's a small man, and what I try to. What I try to I try to explain to people is when you're fresh at the beginning of the season it's real easy to do all that running around meet, meet, speed racer, uh, the the road racer, road, you know I'm talking about the yeah, road, yeah. Uh, what, what's it called? Meet, meet, uh, run. yeah the road run, it's real easy to do all that but after a couple of weeks of taking a few hits, he don't take big hits but getting sacked, taking a few hits here and there, when he get to about week 12, 13 and the shoulders are a little sore. And the offensive line ain't blocking as well, and teams are kind of keyed on on your on your plays and stuff like that. You know, he ain't as quick because he's you know his legs are more tight. It gets to be a strain on him. And a small man like that, it's only so much punishment a body can take.
1: Yeah.
0: So that, that that's my take man. on it. And, and and besides, he can't throw over the middle of the field. He can't throw over. The, he can't see. He can throw over the middle, but he really can't see. <laughs> he can't. It's like he's playing. He's he's literally my height. They can say he's five ten, whatever. Calumet is like five eight and a half, five nine. Like for he's a small human being. He's his offensive linemen are like six four, six five. He can't see. He can't see. It's just it's just what it is, you know. And they're gonna be without Newt Hopkins for six weeks, so. We're going to get a real test of what this team is made of because, and Newton saves him a lot just being able to give him the ball on third down. Cliff, I think Cliff doesn't know how to adjust. I think he just goes out here running the same stuff that he was running in week one and week 10 and think defenses ain't ready for it. So I think that's part of the Cardinals' problem. I really don't. And he brought their ass down. Uh, I'm not hounding the Cardinals this year. I think they're gonna have one of the worst secondaries in the league. They have nobody playing in the secondary other than Buda Baker, so they're gonna. Like, uh, Byron Murphy or some shit like that. Byron Murphy be getting his ass tore up sometimes. So. <laughs> he's he's another Burger King all stuff. So flame broiled. So I ain't, I ain't really I ain't really hounding a pass rush either because J.J. J White you can't depend on him staying healthy. Man, he's wise. So. I ain't, I ain't on that team at all.
1: Yeah, hot being out for six games is gonna hurt them. That other dude just got paid. No, he's in the underperform. Yeah, yeah, it, it's
0: it's uh, it's it's about to be a bad season for Arizona. All them teams are still good in that division except Seattle, and I don't even think Seattle's gonna be a pushover. I just don't think they're gonna be a good team. I think they might be decent def- defensively though. Are they yeah, I think Seattle gonna be one. I think they're gonna be one of them strappy defensive teams where you don't like to play them because you might let them stick around in the game. Yeah.
1: They have heart and they coach well. So I mean, they, they got the uh, they got they're gonna
0: have a mean running game too, I promise you. They honestly, if they run a game good, they passing game, as long as Gino can actually hit the, the right side I of the board. That. Because they receivers are gonna be open because they got two real fast guys.
1: Look. I think if they rock with Geno Smith, they'll be boo boo. I think they need to rock with Drew Locke.
0: I, I think I think so too. I mean, I just think you playing Geno for what? You know what I'm saying? Like I know you're not trying right. to win you this year. Know
1: what you got?
0: Exactly. You're not trying to win this year, so why not play Drew Locke and see if he can like like get better as the season go on or something? Even though he probably won't, but you <laughs> could at least you could at least go out here and try to convince your friend your your, your fan base that hey we're going to play this guy, we're going to work through the kinks, and if he don't work out next year, we'll be bad enough to get somebody like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But when you try out Geno Smith, it's kind of like, hey, we know we're going to be bad, but we're also trying to win some games, and that shit just don't make sense to me. If we're going to be bad, let's be bad with somebody young who can approve. Right. So I,
1: I think that they should just like try to blow it up and try to tank for Bryce Young on one of these quarterbacks. He's not gonna be the only quarterback. I mean I don't I mean I don't really know much about their players right now. But I, I don't see I don't see them doing much with this core besides
0: what DK Metcalf is the best player they have. Tyler Lockett and DJ DK Metcalf man, like like I said, if they uh they got Kenneth Walker to go along with Rashad Penny I expect them to be able to run the ball. So, if they can actually, you know, play, get some decent quarterback play, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf is all you need to go have a good passing game. They so. got no too. They
1: got some weapons,
0: actually. We so, that's it. Yeah. So, man, I enjoyed this, man. Yeah, man, me too. Uh, we we'll get you back on here in season, man. Let's – Let's I try to get to keep a schedule with this so I can uh have reoccurring guests and things. So man, I I get you in the schedule. Let's bring you in here the week I'll play the 49ers, man, week three. Okay, uh, that'd be that'd be a nice crossover pie to get you in uh get you and Duck in here together, man, to let y'all talk about the game.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, that would be dope. But man, and, um, hey, I'll
1: come on here when the Broncos play the Titans too. If you want, I'm just throwing yeah, it out there.
0: For sure, we we will definitely do that. I'm gonna try to do that every week. If I can find the opponent we playing, give them to come in and uh, talk about the game because that'll definitely be barn health. That'll be a real good game the Titans and the uh, Broncos. Hey, you gotta call that
1: the Puffy Cast.
0: What the what what which one?
1: Like uh like having like a fan of each team come in and like kind of talk about the game as it's going on. You know how they got the Manning cast?
0: Yeah, yeah, you, know, you
1: need to call it the puffy cast.
0: i I mean, that was the original name of the of the show, the puffy oh, cast. So wow. I mean I could bring that back as a segment. So that would kind of be dope. I appreciate the idea for that. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, that would be dope. I didn't even know that was the first name of the podcast. That would be sick though.
0: Yeah, it was the first day of the podcast, and, uh, you know, I talk food and football, so I was like, you know, and I know people always be like, nigga, you never talk food, and I always be like, I got something coming for you. The next episode, I actually will have a food, like topic on there. I just don't try to add it when I do, like, an interview. Like, yeah. about like the preseason interviews. But as the season go on, like, every week, like, we'll start talking food. But it's just so much football to talk when you're doing division previews and teams. you already spending an hour to an hour and 15 talking about uh, football. So, like, Having an additional 20 to 30 talking about food, it's kind of like let's get these division previews out the way, then let's start talking about it. So, I'll draw, I'll put, I'll post this pod tomorrow. Um, for the people listening, you'll get this pod on Wednesday, on Thursday. Look forward to the normal duck and D boy. We'll be doubling up tomorrow. We'll be recording the NFC East and the AFC West. So, when you come to on Thursday you will have two podcasts sitting there Um, and the podcast has expanded We we are now available on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts so not only are we available on the Anchor app and Spotify we are now on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and we should be on Stitcher tomorrow so it's growing and I thank you guys for that rate, review, like, subscribe share this. Um, I'm gonna keep pushing. Um, and also if you're a fan of this show, please make sure you tap into the Saturday showdown with chip and puffy, the new college football show. Just lunch this week. We recorded our top 25 preview in week zero. Uh, look ahead. Um, we'll be talking week one come Monday morning, uh, getting all those bets in there for week one. I'm excited. Uh, this show is going to grow. That show is going to grow. And then next thing you know, I'm going to have a media conglomerate of sports talk radio. So better get a, get with it or get lost, man. Uh, this right. has been another installment of Puffy Talks Food and Football. This is Puffy signing off. I'm going to let my boy Bib sign off
1: and we out of here. Yes, sir. I'll take it easy, man. I'm going to be on the show again soon.
0: Oh, yeah, man, I- for sure. Yeah, I appreciate
1: I pre- you having me on, bro, but
0: you take it easy. I appreciate you coming on, man, and you have a good one, man. I'm going to talk to you soon. You too, yes, sir. All right, man. Peace.